Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not magnetizing the money or the relationships that you're trying to manifest. Perhaps you're finding yourself stuck in opposing patterns. One minute you're in high performance mode and the next you feel totally drained, disconnected, and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Brenda Johnston and this is the Limitless Life Podcast. After changing my own relationship to success and more importantly myself, I was able to turn my passion into profit. I've also learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work easier and more effective, which is why I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind. And this is a place that I help people just like you strategically unlock your abundance mindset, activate your true manifesting capabilities, so you can finally have the limitless life that you're meant to have. All right, welcome back. In this episode today, we're going to be talking about magnetization versus manifestation and also understanding how to use your energy in the process of connecting to your subconscious mind. Because guess what? Your subconscious mind is a big partner in the whole manifestation process. And it's funny because there's a lot of people out there teaching some pretty interesting things when it comes to manifesting. And it's kind of part of why I wanted to do this particular episode, just to talk about a few things. And like all things, especially manifestation, there are many ways to manifest things and not all the ways are going to work for all of you. Some of you are going to have certain ways that you like to manifest. Some of you are going to try other ways and they're not going to work. You're going to get frustrated and you're going to be like, what the fine fuckballs? Here's the thing. There are a lot of people out there teaching some really great techniques when it comes to manifestation. There are some people teaching some half-assed ways that leave a lot of you feeling less than because... The people teaching, they're essentially leaving out important details or they're just teaching concepts and not how to actually embody the actual tools. An example of this would be, you know, there's some well-known manifestation people out there who do things like 21 day manifesting challenges and you sign up for them and you're excited and you do them and you follow along. And then at the end of the 21 days, you're like, okay, now what the fuck do I do now? Because all they did was teach you concepts or they gave you little exercises to do, but they didn't teach you how to actually work with specific tools. They didn't give you the tools. You know, there's a very, very fine line between self-empowerment and dependency. And there's a lot of people out there, a lot of coaches in this industry who preach self-empowerment, but what they're really doing is creating a dependency. And I personally think that's gross. So it's kind of why I do the things that I do, why I teach things the way that I do. It's just how I roll. And then there are a lot of people teaching some serious bullshit and spewing nothing but word salad and talking in circles out there because I don't know if you noticed, but the spirituality seen and all sorts of spiritual things have become very trendy and everybody and their grandmother now wants to be called a spiritual teacher. Cool. 
but I digress. <laughs> this is not what we're talking about today. We're talking about magnetizing and manifesting. So, okay, are you ready to dive into this? Because I'm ready to start talking about this. I'm excited about it. Let's talk about magnetizing versus manifesting for a second. So when I speak about magnetizing and manifesting, it doesn't always mean that you're setting intentions to bring physical things into your reality. It could also be that you, I don't know, want to shift your energy or change your state of being or shift your emotional state. Having said that, and this is very important, and I've said this a lot, so you've probably heard it before, wanting to manifest physical things into your life is okay. You're allowed to want things. You're allowed to like things. You're allowed to like nice things. I love luxury. Not a secret. But there seems to be this really weird belief, especially in the spiritual community, that like wanting stuff, material things in general, lowers your vibe, changes your vibration. And I'm here to tell you that's just simply not true does not lower your vibration unless you're fucking hoarding or doing crazy shit or hurting other people. Like, ugh, it's just one of those things that, that makes my head want to explode. But anyways, so magnetizing is actually the first step in the manifestation process. Magnetizing is the energy and the attraction part of the process. It's where our emotions really come into play. And it's where we take action based on the intention that we've set. So it's probably one of my favorite things to do is just sit and magnetize things. To me, magnetizing, and I've used this analogy before, and I'm just going to keep using it because it kind of makes me laugh. And it's true. Magnetizing to me feels like, you know, when you're flirting with somebody and you get those little butterflies in your stomach and then your girly bits start to tingle when things really start to heat up. That's what manifesting or that's what magnetizing feels like to me. So when people are saying, bring the emotion, bring the energy into you, that's sort of what they're talking about. So that's the feeling that I pull into myself when I am magnetizing something. And then manifesting is when the actual intention that you set shows up in your reality. So when the thing that you asked for shows up, that's the manifestation. The manifestation is the end goal, the end game, the end intention, the end thing. So let me ask you a question. How many times or have you ever stopped to pay attention to how things feel physically inside of you? And I'm asking you this because I'm talking about magnetization and having that feeling inside of you. So if you don't actually know how you feel, how do you know what that energy is going to feel like? I love asking people that question. I'm like, what do you feel like? And they look at me like I'm crazy sometimes. But it's like, think about it. When you are feeling good about something or excited about something, how does it feel inside of you? Versus when you have the no-no feeling, how does that feel inside of you? Have you ever stopped to pay attention to the different feelings 
different ways you feel. If you haven't, I want you to do that. Because one of the most common things <laughs> is that people don't actually know how to pull a different feeling inside of them. So that's why it's really important to know how you feel. Next, one of the most common things that people skip over when it comes to magnetizing and manifesting is the importance of cultivating a high quality mindset. They will teach you things like all the laws of the universe. They will teach you things about your vibration. They will teach you things about gratitude. They will teach you things about energy, but they leave out the most important fucking piece of this whole thing. Your mindset is literally the foundational piece of magnetizing and manifesting. Your mindset is key to so many things. Even when it comes to intuition, if you if your mindset is not in the right spot, your intuition has no place to land. But again, completely different conversation. I digress. When we are talking about cultivating high quality mindset, think about it this way. If you're constantly focused on all the shit going wrong in your life, how do you think you're going to be able to magnetize and manifest things into your life that are positive versus more shit. Because remember, whatever you're focusing on, you're going to create more of that. The example of that, you get a giant bill and then you focus on, OMG, where am I gonna get the money to pay this bill? And then all of a sudden your refrigerator breaks and you have to buy a new one. And then all of a sudden one of your pets gets sick and you have to give them surgery. Like you might be sitting there going, wow, that's, that's an exaggeration, but it's actually not because that's happened to me in the past is when you're focused so much on lack or what you don't have or what you don't want, you will bring more of it into your life. And there again will be people that will say, well, that's the vibration. Your vibration's low, so you're bringing more of that. Sure, partly, but also it starts in your mind. Because if you're living in a victim mindset, it's a big problem. You can be thinking the positive things and taking the positive actions, but feeling negative because of your core beliefs. Everything starts in your mind. I know, crazy, right? So like, how do you change that? Well, starts with a little thing I like to call self-awareness and self-accountability. And yes, I've talked about that many, many times. But guess what? <laughs> Super important. Knowing how you feel is a big part of this. Most people believe that your subconscious mind is running the show because it's 95% of your brain power. That's not actually true. It's not running the show. But if you think your subconscious mind is running the show, just like if you think the universe is doing things to punish you or you think um, outside sources are putting blocks up for your manifestations, that is a great sign that you are actually in denial about how consciously you're living. So if you think your subconscious is running the show and that's what you live by, <laughs> you do not have self-accountability. So that's the first thing I want you to look at. If your, how do I word this? Your subconscious mind is actually only what you believe it is. 
So I want you to start knowing and believing that your subconscious mind is one of your greatest partners in your life. It is such a beautiful partner in your life. It's a goal-getting machine, an intention-getting machine. And when you learn how to speak with it, when you learn how to get along with it, when you learn how to work with it, woo, it is magical. And, you know, the other thing that I want to talk about today on this episode is like, this world of transformation and manifestation has gotten really convoluted. And we are making things way harder than they need to be. And so here's something very important that I want you to understand, okay? It goes back to what I was just talking about with the self-accountability and blaming things outside of yourself. Like, oh, the universe gave me this shitty lesson because I had to learn something. Mm, it doesn't work like that. The universe is actually pure love. It does not send shit to you. You project and create the shit based on your beliefs and the lessons that you might have to learn. When you start to recognize that, that's self-accountability. When it comes to manifesting, the universe is not the only thing helping you co-create. Your subconscious mind manifests. The universe helps you manifest. Your energy is manifesting. Life is manifesting. Mother Nature is manifesting. Like... Other people around you are manifesting things that might be affecting what you're trying to manifest. Like there's all sorts of things that are involved when it comes to manifesting. So if you truly want to become a more conscious co-creator, that's the big buzzword these days, becoming a more conscious co-creator, then you need to be willing to seek the truth of who you are and what is actually going on inside of you. And guess what? Doing that work sometimes sucks. And when I say you have to be willing to do the work, I'm not talking about constantly looking for all of the things that need to be healed. I'm not talking about trying to dig up shit from your past. I'm not talking about sitting there going, oh, I can't manifest. Must be karma from my past life. Oh, I can't manifest. Must be a lesson from my past life. I can't manifest. Must be a trauma from when I was younger that I can't remember. I need to go digging for it. You don't need to keep going backwards. In fact, every time you go backwards, like consciously looking for something, you're slowing down the whole manifesting process because you're living in the past instead of being present and living in the present moment. So from this moment forward, when something that you're trying to manifest, when an intention that you've set is not working or not coming or whatever, Instead of blaming the universe or Mercury retrograde or past lives or anything else, which is outside of yourself, start asking yourself, what's going on? Like sit in quiet and go, what's going on with me right now? When you ask that question, you're going to be shocked at the answers that you're going to get, but you have to be willing to hear them. So I know what you're thinking. You're like, self-accountability, blah, blah, blah. You said we're going to talk about energy. Yes, yes, we are. So let's talk about energy and um, manifesting and magnetizing. So and I'm sure you've heard this a million times. We are all energy. Everything is energy. We all have our own unique energy signature, and that is our frequency. Frequency. Wow. Can't even talk. That was a mouthful. <laughs> 
our unique energy signature is our frequency. So when you hear people, because again, very trendy language is to be like, raise your frequency, raise your vibrational frequency, be in tune with your frequency, align your frequency. When people are talking about your frequency, if they know what they're actually talking about, they are referring to your very own unique energy signature. Just like we all have our own unique fingerprints, we all have our own unique energy signatures. So if you think of yourself as a cell phone tower and there's constantly information coming and going, the waves of information going out, that's your energy going out into the world. Our energy is actually really fucking amazing. It starts talking before we do. And you've all experienced this. You go into a room and maybe there's a person that gives you the no-no feeling. That's your energy talking to you. And so you have this really cool ability. You can actually help someone shift their energy if they're having a bad day simply by doing something like smiling at them or giving them a compliment or just being kind and compassionate. Here's the thing, and this is really important for me to say, it is not your job to send people your good, and I'm putting air quotes around that, energy. It's not your place to send anyone your energy unless they ask you to. And even if they ask you to send them energy, you need to be very mindful of that because unless you are very, um, skilled is the wrong word, unless you've been practicing energy management properly, which includes grounding your energy, clearing your energy, working with it on a daily basis, then you should not be sending your energy willy-nilly to people, okay? (laughs) One, it's rude. But again, I digress. (laughs) That's more advanced stuff. I work on that stuff with my clients is one of the first things we work on is energy management practices. But it's important. So I kind of, I wanted to just mention that to you. So if someone ever says to me, I'm going to send you good energy, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. Thanks. (laughs) There are like, I can probably count three people in the world that I let look at my energy, work with my energy, heal my energy. Like, yeah, you got to be really careful with that shit. So what creates the energy that you're sending out into the world? The power of your most dominant thoughts plus your most frequent and intense emotions is what's going out into your energy field. That's what's pulsating out. That's your vibration. That's what you're broadcasting. That's your unique signal. And those things along with your underlying beliefs is really what creates your vibration. And so that vibrational signal, your energy, is a really important part of everything that you magnetize and attract into your life. Think of it this way. It's just like math. You can't add two plus two and get anything else before. It's the same with emotion and energy. You can't add negative thoughts to negative emotions and get anything but negative energy, which eventually magnetizes you a negative result. (laughs) See what I just did there? When you look at it that way, you're like, oh, whoa. You can choose to focus on what's missing or what's wrong or what needs to be healed or what you think is broken. But all that is, that's you 
choosing to obsess about the problem instead of being open to solutions or possibilities. And that literally makes it impossible to consciously co-create. Because what's happening instead is that you're filtering everything through the awareness of lack and scarcity. Now, having said that, having a bad thought here and there is not going to create a shitstorm in your life. That's actually a natural part of the human experience. So if anybody tells you that you have to eliminate all of your negative thoughts or you have to stay positive all the time, fucking run in the other direction. Self-awareness is not about obsessing over all of the thoughts and emotions you're having. It's about acknowledgement and asking questions of yourself. It's about realizing that you don't have to constantly look outside of yourself for answers. Oh, there's number sequences. Oh, there's an angel card. Oh, there's a message from the universe. Oh, there's this. Oh, there's that. Stop looking outside of yourself for validation of everything and start going inward. Here's another great question I want you to think about. Overall, like in general, would you say that the thoughts that occupy your mind on a daily basis are empowering thoughts or ones that are draining you? And then once you answer that, I want you to think about, do you ever stop to feel what emotion is being created from your thoughts? Because most people think it's the emotion that comes first and then the thoughts, but that's not always the case. Sometimes we have thoughts that create emotions. I want you to start to notice these things. If you find that negativity is like the main energy of your thoughts and your feelings, then that's a big issue. You need to find out where that negativity is coming from. And one way to start to transform that is you can create an intention to at least let the negativity go for now. Like acknowledge it and then release it versus like hanging on to it and dwelling on it. So when you catch yourself thinking something super negative and you don't like it or you want to move through it, I want you to just affirm or set the intention. I'm choosing to let this go now. And then once you get used to doing that, you can start installing a new empowering thought right away. So what you're doing is a pattern interrupt, essentially. So you're going to notice that you're having this negative thought. You're not going to freak out and try to do toxic positivity here. You're going to go, oh, why am I having this thought? How is it making me feel? Hmm. You're acknowledging it. And then you can choose to let it go. And then, like I said, when you get used to choosing to let it go then you install a new empowering thought in its place. And the easiest way to come up with that empowering thought is literally say the exact opposite of the negative one. So an example of that is, I'm not capable of having a successful business. I just can't put myself out there, whatever it is. That would change to, I'm the type of person who is capable of having a successful business. And we say, I'm the type of person because it doesn't create a subconscious conflict. Your subconscious mind hears that and goes, yeah, we are the type of person who's capable of having a successful business. Anytime you do that, it helps create a new belief that's not going to create a conflict. The same with your emotions. If you're suddenly feeling angry or upset and you don't necessarily know why, just stop for a second and investigate. What were you thinking about just before you had that feeling? And then ask yourself how you want to feel instead. You're not ignoring the feeling, 
You're just choosing to feel a different way. When you make a choice, your mind is always going to support you. And when your mind supports you, it affects your energy. See how this kind of all ties in together? (laughs) It's really important to understand it's not about only having positive thoughts and ignoring the bad feelings because they're low vibe. Those lower vibrational feelings are also a part of who you are. And you need to feel them and to acknowledge them and to process them. Here's a cool thing. By transforming even just like one predominant negative thought, you shift your energy in a massive way. And as you continue to make these shifts inside of yourself, you're going to start to notice that everything around you begins to change, including the outcomes of what you've been trying to magnetize and manifest into your life. It's fucking cool, actually. I want you to become aware of where your energy is going. Are you putting your energy and your focus into mindless things? Are you putting your focus and energy into things that are not programming you in a powerful way? Are you putting your energy and focus into things that are creating fear-based thoughts, like the news, for example? Intentions that you create, this is important, so you might want to write this down. Intentions that are created from a fear-based mindset or filled with doubt, that sends a clear energetic message. And you know what that message is? The message you're sending out into the world is, I'm not capable, I'm not worthy, I'm lost, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable. That's the energy you're putting out into the world based on what's in your mindset, what your fear-based mindset is. I'm not capable, I'm not worthy, I'm lost, I'm not good enough, or I'm not lovable. It's like a gut punch, isn't it? And so when you're trying to create from that fear-based mindset, you're in a scarcity mindset, the things that are going to magnetize into you are people and situations that show you that all of those beliefs are true. I'm not capable. I'm not worthy. I'm lost. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. Stop dopamine dumping your energy into things that are not empowering you just to have that quick fix. Here's the thing. You do not magnetize what you ask for. You magnetize who you are being. And what manifests into your life is a direct result of that. So if you're being a victim, guess what you're going to magnetize into your life? Shitty situations. Here's another cool thing. I think it's cool anyways. You've probably been taught to believe a lot of things about yourself and about your worth. And I want to talk about this because this affects the energy you're putting out into the world as well. You live with your belief system the same way that you live with your language. You were given it from the time you were born. So that's really all that you know. It's the foundation for all of your experiences. And so you're accustomed to it. And sometimes it doesn't even occur to you to try something different because you're so used to the way things are. When you choose to live with conscious awareness of your beliefs and how they're affecting your life, but you keep living the same way, then you're essentially choosing to give up your power to change. And what that means is you're gonna keep magnetizing the same things over and over and over again until you change the belief, until you transform the belief. So in terms of energy and conscious creation, belief, like healthy beliefs or empowering beliefs are the foundation to your success when it comes to magnetizing and manifest. Every second of every day, you get to make a choice. 
of how you want to feel and how you want to show up in the world. No matter what you're experiencing, I want you to remember you always have the option to choose a new perception of the situation. And that's a key to consciously co-creating your reality. Understanding that what you observe to be true based on what you believe is what is framing your awareness of what's going on. And that doesn't mean shitty things won't ever happen. But when you manage your energy and you work with your subconscious, it changes the way you choose to react to those shitty things. It changes your perception of things. So instead of staying stuck in your past views of how things are, this is just the way I am, this is just the way things work, I'm challenging you right now to choose to see your life as a blank canvas or like a blank book and understand that you can create the pictures that go on that canvas. You can choose to see things differently and you can choose to experience things differently. And that's where the power of your subconscious mind really comes into play. So I wanna give you some tips, I guess is the right word, or strategies to start creating this high quality mindset and to cultivate it. So number one, be self-responsible for your decisions, your emotions, your energy, and your behaviors. Remember, you only control you. You don't control any of the circumstances outside of yourself. You only control you. Number two, make choices that are going to promote your mental and physical and emotional health in every situation that you are in. I want you to start asking yourself what feels good. Ask yourself, is this honoring me and moving me forward or is it keeping me stuck? Number three, set healthy boundaries, not just with other people, but also yourself. It's very funny because we will start setting boundaries with other people and we never set them with ourselves. It's very important to set healthy boundaries with ourselves. And the other thing is when you set healthy boundaries with yourself or other people, you have to follow through on them. You can't just set them and then forget them. Number four, respect yourself and other people. Release all the judgment and start living with compassion. And it's really easy to live with compassion for other people. But the moment you start having self-compassion, that's a game changer, man. It changes your whole relationship to self. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I also want to leave you with this and understanding that the moment you set an intention, AKA make a choice, what you're actually doing is opening up to opportunities and possibilities. When it comes to working with your subconscious mind, setting an intention is basically the operating instructions that are gonna help open you up to possibilities. You also have to be open to receiving though, and that's where your mindset and beliefs really start to matter. Are you open to receiving the intentions you're putting out there? I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know I kind of went all over the place. It's how I roll. I get excited about things. I really want to be able to give you tools and strategies to help you activate your abundance mindset and to help you start transforming and creating a beautiful relationship with yourself. As usual, if you have any questions or you've had some amazing aha moments, Drop a DM on Instagram, have a little chat with me, take a screenshot of this episode, share it with other people, because when it comes to creating change in the world, I really need your help to help me get these messages 
out to other people. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Tag me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button. 